this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So long, Mal. Have a good trip. Fuck you! Okay. What about Ernie? You want a job, Ernie? Sure, Tony. Okay, then you call me tomorrow. Hey, man, you got a job. Huh? Hey, Tony. Thanks. Cowboys, yo, yo, guys, and that's crazy. I don't even watch sports no more, so that's out on my celebration. Um, my mom is talking big shit, though, Jerk, so I might let her get her shit off on you. Um, I mean, it's cool. She Cowboys might bang on you, though. I'm going to say that. But, it's cool, um, Cowboys. It's still ass, though. Fellas, I got a, I got uh, Trayvon free to uh, be a guest. 
but we're gonna bring him. We're gonna bring him on a little bit later. Um, do you want me to add Kev? Yeah, I want Kev on. I just I already kind of gave Kev like the the prep talk this past week about sound and and. and Hold on, Jay Jr. in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. Bro. Yeah, hey, like, this is your this is your mom, this is your baby, bro. But we we hey. want this shit to crack. Pretty soon, pretty soon, Trey's gonna be walking around with a hat on at all times hey. in the pool. <laughs> nah, nah, my, my hair, Yo. my hair too, my hair too healthy for that, big dog. You got, no, you gonna be Back to the baldy. <laughs> nah, my my man, yo, I mean, we were in Vegas, and my man Jade had the hat on at in the, the pool. pool, and That's I said, killer, "Get the though. fuck hey, out of here, Jade!" Hey, hey, you know how killer that is, though. <laughs> Jerk, hey, you man. follow me on Instagram, bro? I, I don't follow you on the gram, bro. No, you oh, just like, bro. Hey, you just, <laughs> hey, you just like, hey, the nigga just like my comment though. That's what's funny as fuck. He like. <laughs> I think I like my, my comment, but didn't follow me. My <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> Yo, the shit was the shit was funny though, like because I was talking about when you came home or some shit. I was like, oh man, you know, like it's all good, hey. you know what I mean? And the nigga liked my shit, but didn't even follow me. I'm like, hey. oh, this nigga's nuts. Trey, Trey, that's the, that's that's the Instagram equivalent of when you dab a dude up and you go yeah. in for like the whole dab, but he can do that like. Stiff arm, like nah, man. yeah, like nah, I don't really fuck with you like that. Like, we cool, and that was the crazy shit. I was like, damn, Jerv kind of, kind of, kind of, he checked me. Like, damn, should I even be following these? Like, like we do a pod together, but we don't really fuck with niggas like that. Like, he, he checked me like, that. I said, damn, bro. I'm not the ESPN. I'm not, you know, they say less, dog. It, it just happened. Nah, it's all good, bro. It's all good. Yo, it's, nah, that's it's, a meme, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's my, uh, hey, Rob, it's, the, it's my background kind of crazy because I got the, uh, the, uh, the space heater going and I don't know if that shit's too loud or not. Just let me no, know. You, nah, we can't hear, we can't even hear that shit. Uh, Yo, I mean, me prepping this show for the past two days was like nuts because like, obviously I wanted this shit to be great. Right. I was talking, I was talking to AO early this morning. The nigga was like, I'm watching the Eagles, nigga, and I'm going to be drunk. So like, <laughs> like I'm gonna hey, be out yo. on that. Yeah, because I wanted to and, do and one. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my my. Yeah, yeah, okay. So he was like, after this week, if we lose, I ain't fucking with the spill the Eagles. So I'm like, I right, bet. Like you can come on like next week. Look, so nigga we say we got, say we got, that we got shit. We get that. Niggas say that shit, Trey, but we get that win, then niggas be right back. No, I know track. niggas back up on it. <laughs> it's Philly facts. niggas is crazy, that's, dog. That's every that's every sports fan, though, man. Like, when you think, all right, I'm done with the season, and you're like, hold up, we only two games out? Yeah. That that, that right. spark of that spark of hope <laughs> be rearing its head up again. Like, we technically, mathematically. Right. NFC East is literally fucking decided by a game or two every single freaking year anyway. Yeah. Well, not last year, brother. Not right, yo. Calm down. <laughs> yo, so put that out there. Not last year. So, fellas, while you, while you joined on, I was telling Rob before – that uh, Trayvon is going to be a good guest as far as experiencing the cancel culture. They tried to get him out of there. Oh, yeah. As, uh, so we, we can talk about that, right? I didn't, yeah, didn't yeah, want to yeah. be like, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, we can kind of, like, pause in Boston over or whatever. Um, and then, you know what I mean? Because he, he's in the comedy world. So, yeah. I mean, he can kind of tap in on that. But then he's also part of the uh, the fucking LGBT community, Put folks. Put camera off, sir. Oh, my camera's on? You oh, had it just now with a brew in your hand. 
Hey, listen, bro. I fool with Rolling Rock, dog. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm a Rolling Rock. Nah, Rolling Rock is tough. No, it's no, not no, a heavy no, no, no. beer, you know what I'm saying? You can keep it moving after a rolling run. <laughs> but you, but you get what I'm saying to me? Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, no. so he can tap in on that because, you know, he he would, he played with them people over there. So he can yeah. actually give a, a, a opinion on that too. And I don't want to spend too much time on, our, our, on how our names became Trey and Big Trey and Young Trey. <laughs> but we, could, we could do that too, but I just don't want to take away from like our rundown because we got no. a real good rundown, but it's super yeah. long. So well, see, that's what, when I saw when I saw you say you go get Tra- Trayvon on, I thought, man, like, are we, are we allowed to ask these questions? I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. But yeah, no, nah, because like, he was like, what kind of pod is it? But I mean, obviously, he can give his opinion. He sees the Kevin Hart and, shit on and, and the Kevin Hart, exactly. Yeah, so that that's it, it gives it more better context. Like we're not yeah. Just, you know, yep. like, they did it rehab. to Kyler Murray. They did it to Kyler Murray. I was Kyler, like, yo, but like, here's my thing, and we'll get into it. We'll get into it later. But just the question is, do these people like they sit on it? Like they just wait? They just wait for something to happen to you? No. So like, this is so so this is the thing. We'll we'll tap. You talking about my man who won a Heisman? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, Let this is how it goes. Live, yo. Any of us that got verified or many followers right and you have that like ultimate pinnacle say espn says oh we're gonna name we're gonna give the company to a meme right cats are going to say okay that as soon as that news drop or they know that that news is about to shift they go and type your uh, handle name in and just kind of try the different search words yeah, yeah. All the buzzwords. yeah. 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 Uh, well listen like, oh go ahead go ahead Jeff. i was gonna say listen i'm letting y'all know if i ever if i ever got to that point let it be known i got See, I, you, you know what? You know what saves me? What saves me is that the mean had an old Twitter. I mean, the dream. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mean, the dream is funny. <laughs> that was that was that was, was that pre after dark. That was that was, that was pre everything. That was pre ESPN. That was pre. That was that was golden age of Twitter. I mean, <laughs> that was golden yeah. age of Twitter. I mean, yeah. And so when I started. When I started my 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 the account that I'm on now, which started as a mean ESPN and then the name changed, um, it was originally supposed to be like this is my professional account and stuff. And so I never like I never I never like to be honest, I never went reckless with the words to begin with. Uh, but you know, there's there's always content that's that can be a little a little sensitive out there. Uh, but no, it's funny because um, you know Amy Schumer and the. Uh, um, uh, what's the other one? The other very unfunny one. <laughs> what like they were they were really vocal about the Kevin Hart thing, and then Nick Cannon oh, basically. Um, uh, Jesus, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman, yeah. And then Nick Cannon basically dug up the receipts of them dropping f bombs, and I'm not talking about fuck. I'm talking yeah. about the other left and the, right, the, like the Rick Ross f bomb. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving that to Rick Ross, bro. He keeps it alive and well. <laughs> he is never letting it die yeah, on the dog. Ross, boy. Is, yeah, he, he Ross does not. Ross don't care about no culture. And he's letting that fly like woo, child. Uh, he is oh, a man who has no hey. kids in the world. Hey, that's the JFK Hart with the top down. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Kevin Hart step down, but I didn't see why he stepped down. I just assumed it was some drawn shit. I didn't yeah. look into so, it. So though, to be honest the with story you. is the story was is a combination of like. Uh, a bit that he remember the routine he had is where he hoped his son ain't gay. Yeah, and, and like and it was and and he explained it. He's like in an interview like a few years ago. I, I want to say it was in GQ, but he explained it. He said 
the butt of the joke isn't gay people. The butt of the joke is me and me and my insecurities and my ignorance, right? Yeah. And so that's why I didn't know wrong with the joke. But I stopped doing it in my routine because I realized, like, people are are sensitive about that kind of stuff, right? And then he, I guess he has some other tweets that are along those same lines. And so something he'd apologized before for. And so um, the Academy, you know, obviously he was going to host Academy Awards and the uh they again once any announcement gets made people automatically come out with all these tweets so the academy asked him to um to apologize well first of all i've already apologized for this in the past second of all like comedians man they, they like they operate on different rules to be honest man like right. as far as far as you know well not not non-white comedians sure sure okay. so so um so like he basically said Thanks, but no thanks. Like if that's the, if that's the if that's the uh, the parameters by which I'm going to host Academy Awards, I guess I'm not going to host Academy Awards, which is a pretty big deal, you know, for him to turn that down. I was talking to a friend of mine, and and she was she was saying, well, don't you think he should have just apologized anyway, like just just for the this opportunity, regardless of whether he's sincere about it or not. And I said, you know what, not really, because Kevin Hart's in a place where financially, and then. Uh, professionally, he can afford to say no, right? Hell like, yeah. if it was me, of course I would apologize because, like, I'm nowhere near that that level. But like, if tomorrow all of Hollywood basically blackballed, so no more Kevin Hart, nothing. He's kind of set. First of all, second of all, he's got enough uh, like uh, cash and capital that if he wants to do stuff independent. He's going to be able to do it and people are going to support him and he's going to be successful doing it independently as well. So it's a different it's a different scenario, I think, when you talk about someone at that level of success. He, he literally can afford to say, all right, I guess I'm not doing the Academy Awards. Um, so plain two, so plain two, bro. I'll be on that shit. If you it. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Oh, or pa- paper soldiers too, y'all niggas catch is cool on paper soldiers. <laughs> yeah, I'm I see. Cool. I see. What, I see what kind of pod this I'm is. Cool. No problem. No. no problem. I'm cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm cool. I'm all observe. If you notice, cool. I'm also cool on Creed too. If you, well, you know, know I, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't see Creed two yet, yo. I'm, I mean, I was cool on Creed one. Like it wasn't <laughs> silly, so it's cool. Yeah, all right, get mad. Get mad. Cool. Get mad, young man. <laughs> yo. I'm, yo, that, that, what, what, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Wasn't Philly? It was Philly, they had, bro. They had niggas on ATVs Philly. and everything, man. What more do you want? First and <laughs> foremost, my man, there's no pack. way in hell. There's no way in hell somebody's gonna fucking be running down the street and all the fucking uh, ATVs and shit are just gonna follow them up the block, bro. It's, it's gonna a be movie. Whole, <laughs> it's gonna be a whole bunch of, <laughs> of a fictional, of a fictional if character. Gonna, if you're gonna make it real, they'd have been calling them all types of. You know, I don't know. If this is you know. You might you might have to take this out or not. Rick, I Rick Ross. It might be all types of dickheads. Hey, we're gonna start calling we gonna we're gonna start calling we're gonna replace that word with Rick Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Ricky. Yeah, I was like, what? My bad, hey, my he bad. hit the high pitch, boy. High pitch. I, I, I thought it was like a recording or something. Like he, yeah. he, he about to apologize for his volume. Yeah. <laughs> they took the, they took the, oh my god. <laughs>
Hey, he sounded like one of them 90s skits, dog. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> it was hey. the 90s. You had to be there, yo. Like, fantasy. Hey. Hey, 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 oh. Yeah. Oh, come on, y'all. Hold on. I got a little more bass in my voice, beloved. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. How you would sound there, bro? You really went, you went high pitching up right there with your voice. Yo, Trey, what up? What up? What's going on, bro? Welcome to, uh, welcome to Bomb Black Opinions Matter Monday. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm on here with my, my co-host. We just, uh, tapped in on, uh, the situation with Kevin Hart right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just crazy, man. It's one of those situations where all you had to do was apologize and everybody would have been good, but now they digging up old tweets on dude that ain't got shit to do with the stuff he got in trouble for. Let me let me say this. Don't you think, for, like, Kevin Hart is at a, a status in his career where he doesn't need to apologize? Like, it's cool. I won't do the Academy Awards. Like, I mean, here's... I think... Because he he was kind of, like, pushing back on, like, I already apologized for this. But, like, if your apology is sincere, I feel like it don't hurt you to say, you know what, to the people who I offended, you know, I'm sorry. I'm still sorry. And, like, now I'm going to go take this fat check and host the Oscars and move on with my life. But I don't know why that was too much for him or why he decided to not do that. Because even when he dropped out, he still apologized. He still did the thing the Academy was asking him to do before he dropped out. So it seemed like he just gave away a check. <laughs> it's a, it's, but it's a principle, though, right? It's, it's the principle. principle that I'm not going to be bullied by a bunch of people on the internet who basically all they live for is ruining somebody else's day or career or whatever and then moving on to the next one. No, I, I, I hear you on that. I think, I think there's a limit. I definitely think there's a limit. I don't think that particular time is the limit. Like, I feel like... If you, you did an interview however many years ago, three years ago, about your son being gay and all that stuff, and now all of a sudden it's like 25 tweets being floated around of you saying fag and all this stuff, like, I don't feel like that's where you dig your heels in the sand, you know? Like, if it's like his movie that's coming out with Ryan Cranston in however many weeks or whatever, if if it happened again, it's like, I get like, y'all tripping, like, let me live, like... I grew up, I'm different, like, forgiveness is a thing. I mean, as a comic, you you definitely want the freedom to say whatever you want and to also be challenged if you, like, cross a line. And I feel like he... It, I didn't even know he this had been a thing for him before, so that just goes to show you how many people were finding this out for the first time, because he said this had come up before. And, I mean, I've been doing this shit for... 12 years and I had never heard about these tweets so I'm pretty sure a lot of people who because his star is still rising I mean as famous as he is like hosting the Oscars is like a, a big deal for moving yourself into a space where even more white people with money know who you are and so I mean it, it would have been easy to just be like I apologize you know for uh, I'm still sorry for this thing that happened um, and I hope we can like move on and I hope you guys understand that I'm a different person now and that we don't have to do this anymore and then you're done with it but yeah nah I mean you hit it you hit it on the nail for that now Trey for some of our listeners they might not know who you are uh, where are you from how do we know each other you know what I mean and, and what you doing now right. Uh, my house is Compton. Me, me and Trey went to high school together, Dominguez High, D High for life. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, now my life is producing, writing TV and movies, doing stand-up. Um, I've worked on shows like The Daily Show with John Stewart, Daily Show with Trevor Noah, um, Black Monday with Don Cheadle that comes out January 20th. Watch that on Showtime. Um, won a couple Emmys, so... Uh, yeah, humble brag. Him, <laughs> humble brag. I mean, stun on him. Stun on him. Hey, so, <laughs> so a lot of a lot of people know me as Black Trey now, and I always tell them that you're kind of responsible for me becoming Black Trey <laughs> because we were both Trayvons, and right. at this time, you know what I mean. Like you're a tall dude, right? We we hooped on freshman right. basketball team together. We played at Dominguez right. together, you know what I mean? And you're six foot six. And at the time I was five foot eight. So I could not, mm. I refuse. I'm older than Trey by two months. And I refuse <laughs> to be called little Trey. Like I just couldn't little do Trey. it. I could not do right. it. And he and he would mess around and be like, oh, what's up, little Trey? When he see me, just because he knew that kind of got on my nerves. But we created Trey Black. Yeah, man. And he, and, and I mean, he was T and he was T free. I mean, black Trey Black and Black Trey is way cooler anyway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That being black is the coolest shit on the planet. Yeah. Like you kinda you kinda like grew your way into the coolest nickname. <laughs> yeah, man. It just kind of resurfaced, especially with this platform of uh Twitter, man. It, it stuck. I didn't think uh <laughs> that it would actually be a thing. You know what I mean? Especially me being teased right. with my skin tone at that time. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, Cass was calling me like Lou Dane color at a time. Like, and I'm like, bro. <laughs> wow. Lou yeah. like, that's the color. Listen, they were being dramatic, bro, about, about, about it. Like, yo, you're black. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm black, but I'm not Trey black. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where Trey black came from. So, you know what I mean? Twitter, it was, it, Twitter is wild, man. Yeah, Twitter's wild, man. So, hey, Trey, what's your what's your thoughts on the cancel culture right now, man? Like, I know Cause, cause, I've been you on went Twitter, through it. right? Because man, Trey, Trey I, I man, I think it, I think it's too extreme, man. Like, I'm a I'm a huge advocate for having conversations. Like, this idea that like people out here, Twitter has too much power. Like, people out here acting like ain't nobody ever did nothing wrong in their life, and because these people live public lives, that they get to see all their faults and all their missteps that you can just, like, judge people as if, like, you get one strike and you're done. Like, I can understand people being, like, cancel Harvey Weinstein. It's like, yeah, the dude committed some terrible crimes. But, like, saying you, like, disagree on some shit or, like, finding some old tweets I think is not worthy of being, like, you're done forever. Like, that's just crazy to me. And I think part of that, too, plays in the part of, like, who's in the White House. And it's, like, creating a culture where people feel like – uh Every single thing someone says has to be analyzed under this crazy microscope and be ta and, and there's no context anymore. There's no context for anything where people realize like, oh, you know, like sometimes when comedians say stuff, we have to think about it in the context of how they say it. Like if politicians are out here saying stuff that comics say, that's not cool. Like that's not that's not what your role is. Like my job is to like say funny shit and push the line and, you know, make people think and have fun. But like. Now we have politicians who say shit where we're like, we can't even like make fun of this. This is crazy. And so the idea that like somebody like even Kanye, where people are like, cancel Kanye, I'm done with Kanye. I'm like, no, you, you, you can't be done with Kanye because 
you can be mad at Kanye right now. You could be like, you know, the stuff he said I'm not cool with. You can, like, judge him however you want. And I was one of those people. But the idea that, like, there's no way for Kanye to re-enter the conversation or for Kanye to show me, like, you know what? I thought about some stuff that I said and did. Now I want to have a conversation about why I'm different or why I think differently. Like, that's how the world should work. Like, if we all got, every one of us has a text or an email or some shit we did or said that if somebody found out about, it will reflect real poorly on us. And yeah, the absolutely. fact that people are out here, yeah, and, and the fact that people are out here acting like because the people whose lives are on display, uh, their faults happen in public and that they don't get to make mistakes. To me, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, you no, know, for sure. You know, the, the wild thing to me is that, and, and, and I, I learned this pretty much after the election, was that like the, the amount of penetration Twitter has in the American public is really, really small. The problem is all the people on Twitter are all the people who are like every, every media member is on Twitter, right? And right, so right. things that happen on Twitter that are a big deal on Twitter really doesn't affect the massive population of the country, but because all the people who are tasked with telling you what's important and what's not are sitting around on this app, they all think it's important. So uh, what, right. what I mean by that, like during the election, like Trump would say some wild shit on Twitter and every like CNN reporter, Fox, whatever, whatever the outlet, they would run with it and talk about it and make a big, I can't believe this dude tweeted this or whatever. But millions of people in this country who vote and don't, they've never been on Twitter. They don't even know what you're talking about. So it's right, kind never of, would have thought. Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally, it would have been just some crazy dude with seven followers talking to himself if it weren't for for all, all, all of us, basically. And so, you know, it's funny, like, between kind of what happened with Kevin Hart, what happened with you, um, I, I think a James Gunn, the, the writer and director right. of Guardians of the Galaxy, who, you, right. you know, it's wild to me that because some people on Twitter got upset that uh, like a multi-billion dollar corporation would look at um, uh, not only a moneymaker and a, a, a successful creative in James Gunn, but also a pretty cool dude by all, by all accounts. Like he, he made some, right. ta- you know, poor taste jokes, uh, you know, years ago. Like, right. the, but the idea that no, 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 you're done forever or, or, or at least for the, even, even when you have guys like uh, Bradley Cooper and, and, and Chris Pratt and those guys saying, Nah, that's not who he is. It doesn't right. matter. Somehow Twitter's voice is louder, and, and it's kind of wild. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, people forget, like, we make our living from our art. Like, we make our living in a very subjective world where people have to like a script or like a movie or like an idea, and if they don't, we don't eat. And so the idea that in different parts of our lives and our careers where we were, like, toying around with those ideas and even that the art form – that people would be like, oh, you don't get to, like, eat anymore because we didn't like this joke you made 10 years ago. Like, even, even like, with the situation I went through, it was like, I'm, I was glad it didn't turn into, like, a crazy, like, blown-up thing, but it was that same notion of, like, having to, like, try to explain to people, like, you do know, like, jokes are not who we are as people. It's, like, as comic, especially when you're new, when you're starting out, like, yeah, you, you say some shit that might be on the line or maybe even cross it, but it's not necessarily a reflection of who you are as a person. And I don't think like 10 years later, uh, when so much stuff has changed and so much, and I've done so much different stuff that you should be like, Oh, like 
yeah, remember that thing you did when you were 23? Like, you you shouldn't get to work anymore for that. Like, your career should, like, sideline. And and the idea that on top of that, sometimes these things are being fed by not by people who believe in the virtue of the thing that they're right. pushing against, but for the just for the sake of just wanting to do right. it, wanting to start stuff. And oftentimes, it's the people who are on the opposite side. It's the people who actually are homophobic or anti-Semitic right. or whatever or racist who are like trying to get people to move progressive people, people who are trying to shape ideas down to their level so that they can go see we're the same. Like, yeah, I might actually hate Jewish people or I might actually hate gay people, but a long time ago you made jokes about it, so we're the same. And that's just not true. What's that conversation like when you, when you, when that all that happened and you, like you said, you got a show coming out on Showtime, you got a show that you produce on HBO, you're right, you know, you got all these things going on. What's that, what's that conversation like with those people, the, the, your bosses, so to speak? I mean, for me, luckily, like everybody in this business knows me and my reputation. So it wasn't difficult. It was like, I got a lot of support. Like I had a lot of people who reached out to me and was like, yo, like don't trip. Like we know who you are. Like it'll pass. Like, we'll like everything is good. Um, and then like, there was like HBO, which took a very different hardline approach in the other direction, which is fine. Like that's their, that's their right to do it. And they don't have to work with me. And, but there are a lot of other people who do and who want to work with me. And that's did you, like, did you get to, it did is you, what it is. So HBO specifically, did you get to explain to them kind of like what you just said right now? Or was it they made their decision like, hey, we're not we're not messing with you. And that's that. No, no. They they made that decision completely on their own, devoid of any like conversation with me or any context for like the conversation. I mean, like corporations like them, they have the right and the ability to say like, no comment until we like talk to whoever or do whatever they, they did what they did. And I was like, yo, it is what it is. I mean, our relationship had also ended like six months prior. So it wasn't a big deal to me in that way. Right. It was just like, all right, like, great. Like, well, I now have, I have a relationship with all these other networks, all these other movie studios. So like, I'm good. But, um, it was, it was very weird. I got a lot of calls from people who were like shocked by their response to, uh, to like old jokes, given the way that they defend people who are still currently on their network, who say and do sometimes way worse shit. But I mean, it is what <laughs> Bill Mark. <laughs> 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 so I mean, I just, I just, you know, I, I did. I, I apologized the way, like, to literally everyone I could, and most people like told me they didn't need an apology from me, but I did it anyway, and um. I just like fucking like I said what I said in my uh, on Twitter when I apologized, and I just let it be known. Like, and it was it was kind of how I felt like with Kevin when I saw the Kevin thing. I was like, oh man, I wish he would just like even if this is like coming up again, just just say you sorry, man. Just apologize because the sincerity of the apology comes from the fact that like you understand this ain't going away. Right. Like, is with you mm-hmm. forever now, and there will come a time where. It won't carry any weight, but it'll still be a thing that happened. And you don't get to control who's offended by what you say or do. You can only control how you feel or how sincere you are about trying not to hurt people. And, and I try in everything I do to to make every to make the world better, to make to push art forward, to push conversation. And I'm never trying to hurt anybody. But if I do, I'm I'm okay with saying, you know what, I apologize for that. And sometimes you may even disagree with what you're being asked to apologize for. But at the same time, it's like, I understand how this business works. And I understand that, like, 
there's a certain degree of control I don't have over whether I work or not. And so right. you got to like bend a little bit sometimes, even when you don't want to. And that's just part of life. Like, I mean, that's relationship, that's marriage. Like sometimes you got to give in to some shit that you may not feel like you're giving into. And I mean, that wasn't the case with my situation. I was very like open about the fact that like, yeah, I, I, I made some shitty jokes and I apologize for it. And I'll continue to be contrite for it because it was like, it's not representative of me. And so I'm okay with that. Like, and I, I was, I was hoping to see a similar situation with, with Kev where I, I wanted to see him host the Oscars. I want to see him succeed. And I know a lot of great people who, who work with him, who work for him. And you don't want that like reputation. Like the other, when you're in, when you're a corporation, the way Kevin is and, and people's livelihoods now depend on you as an individual, like that's right. a whole nother level. Right, right, like right. people are paying their, people are paying their mortgage based on like whether you are good or not. Right. And you have to think about that kind of stuff when you get in these situations. And it's like, I'm not necessarily there yet. I'm not like people are are being employed by me, but at the same time, like that's a big deal. And you have to, as you move up, that's the kind of stuff you have to think about. And, you know, I hope everything works out for him going forward. How, how surprised were you that uh, people within the, comedy stand-up comedy circles kind of turned on them i know sarah silverman and amy schumer were really vocal about that and then nick cannon went through and dug through and found them tweeting kind of the same types of <laughs> nick cannon out of all people that's yeah. sick though then nick cannon will come with the cape and y'all shat on me when i said i fooled with nick cannon hey, man, man. but it's cool I, that's I another give, I, gotta respect. I gotta give him respect on that one like, <laughs> he, he came through with the receipts and and, and really kind of like say wait you guys are Leading the charge on this, you you did the same thing, and and your tweets are still up too. It ain't deleted or nothing. Were you surprised by that trade that the people within comedy was kind of uh, leading the charge, so to speak? It's, it's funny because I didn't I actually didn't even see Amy and Sarah thing because I was like when this was all happening, I was at our rap party for Black Monday, so I was seeing this in like real time, and people were sending me tweets and texts and articles and shit, and. But I did see some like other industry and comedy people kind of like vocalizing uh, their feelings against him. But I, and I think a lot of that came from not his actual act, which I think every comedian would stand by in the sense of like, yeah, we're comedians, we fuck up sometimes. I think people were fu- were thrown off by the the lack of contrition, the lack of like wanting to apologize for it. That put that rubbed people some some people the wrong way. And I heard some people even say like. The fact that he won't apologize makes me think he might actually be homophobic. And I'm like, well, I mean, I can't speak for Kev, but his behavior is, he has to take responsibility for that behavior. And, but that, I mean, it is a little surprising because people really do pick and choose when they want to step into these battles and when they want to step into these conversations. And I try to err on the side of just staying out of it in that way. Like I'm never going to go out of my way I mean, I wasn't going out of my way to like shit on people outside of the White House who do, who deserve it um, in any way. And and like even when like my tweet thing happened, it was just like more reason why it's like yeah, like comics fuck up. Like sometimes jo- and jokes don't age well, man. Like ten years ago, comedy was different. Like there's jokes you can go watch. Go watch Bill Burr's special from two years ago and pick out all the jokes he can never tell again today. Just two years ago, uh, right? Like. It's like the the like there was a story about this boxer 
like the first male trans boxers about to fight in the United States. And it made me think of Bill Burr's joke about uh, the trans MMA woman. And I'm like, if he did that joke today, and that was only like two years ago, they'd be all over him for it. Yeah, so it's he'd like, be out of here. And it, yeah, and it, and it doesn't mean at the time the joke wasn't funny. It just means we changed. Like, people changed. And you can't tell that joke anymore, and we understand why you can't. And so, in that regard, I think it's it's tough to see people choosing sides on Kevin the way they are. And it's hard to also like absolve him of that responsibility just in the way that he handled it. Um, but it's fucking, it's complicated. Man. It's hard for us right now. Like trying to just figure it out. Man, that's, it's, it's, it's just wild because I, I, I kind of find myself trying to think, how do you, like how how do you combat again the group of people who are just in it to see people burn and not because they actually care about the cause or whatever whatever offended party that part i think comes from like looking at the messenger like you can look at especially on twitter you can see when uh something's coming from like a, a, a credible person who might have some like valid feelings and conversation about a thing and just straight up trolls like Right. Like there were legit anti-Semites tweeting at me who I knew were anti-Semites. And it was like, yeah, I don't have to engage in it. I don't even have to think about that because I know what this is. And so um, like in that regard, it comes from just being able to handle Twitter in that way and knowing like where the conversation is coming. You'll start to like, if it's people who are like valid critics of culture and things in that way, the swell that comes towards you will be a lot bigger and a lot faster. <laughs> and yeah, you know sure. it from the tone, like the things people are saying, like the words that you use. Like people were saying all kind of crazy shit to me for like a day. And I knew immediately just from reading and I was like, oh, it's just a troll. Because like a person who actually wanted to have a conversation with me, which people did, wouldn't come at me with curse words and name calling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing, the thing that you have to understand is that, of course, you know what I mean? Uh, nerd at the cool table always says, Twitter will always come for you. And you know, like you have your day, but it really is only 24 to 48 hours. Like the quote unquote term of getting someone out of here is never real. It doesn't even hold that much attention. It's real for some people though. It it was real for James Gunn, man. That dude dude got kicked out of one of the most (laughs) successful franchises in movie history. Yeah, Yeah, that was was wild. I, and I think I think that probably came from too that like his stuff was about kids, which is like where what yeah. like it that can be taken all kind of ways. Like some people be like he's joking, some people be like this is not acceptable. That's like it's it's tough, man. Like I feel like even today, everybody who hasn't gone back and just deleted all of Twitter or like all of their fucking pay the eight dollars before fucking twenty seventeen, you like whatever comes up, you probably own it. You have to own it, because if you ain't learned the lesson by now, then go clean your shit up. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't never going to learn. Well, Trey, man, I know you got to, you know, you know, you got to get on your travel thing, bro. I appreciate you for yeah. stopping by, man, and hanging out with us and, and tapping in on, on a certain specific topic, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate you guys. That was like the most 
like I, <laughs> the most uh, imp- like actual serious impactful content we've had here in a long ass time. Yeah, man. Yeah. In- Info-driven content, bro. Yeah, man. Like, that's, I was like, damn, this is actually like a real podcast now. <laughs> we giving the people brain food, I mean. Yeah, man. We're not just talking about dick jokes today. It's fine. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, not so, that those aren't on the way. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> we got more. By the way, oh, uh, if you if you love our podcast if you love back to back you love nerd she wrote you love all the, the the friday mailbag and you're going to be in the northeast area in march we got our live show in boston that's right ladies and gentlemen boston live show at the middle east in cambridge it's during sloan sports analytics conference uh it's gonna we're gonna have special guests as always you know how we do we're gonna try and get we'll tap into the local hoop scene i'm not gonna name names but just know that we always have a way of bringing people out for these things tickets are still available you can go to at jade hoy's account and uh and uh i believe his pinned tweet has all the information am i right guys yep yeah uh-huh. All right, so uh, definitely go. Those tickets go quick. LA is in January. Already got sold out. Sold out. The everything. The VIPs. The standing rooms. All of them gone. So don't waste time. Head on over to uh, Jade's uh, Twitter account. Go ahead and click the link. Get your tickets now. Don't wait. Don't DM Jade a day before talking about. Oh man, I, I quit Twitter like two years ago. Like no, no, no. No sob stories. Go get it done right now. Uh, so we're talking about dick jokes and, uh, <laughs> uh, Bow Wow is now, is now are, are you, are you, are you saying Bow Wow's a dick? Bow Wow's a dick. <laughs> Bow Wow's a dick is crazy, bro. Bow Wow, Bow Wow has now transitioned, you know, like we knew you started as a music artist, became a television host and actor. And now guys, he's into modeling. I don't know if y'all saw this. Uh, somebody posted oh, a picture <laughs> at the beauty store of you know the do rags. You know how the do rag always has a model wearing the do rag. Uh, it's always a light skinned dude who has no shirt on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where Bow Wow's career has landed. He is now a model for a do rag company. Hey, he's got fire do- his what, agent. Hey, what them do rag checks hidden? Post? He still has an agent. <laughs> for yeah, real, he, like seriously. Yeah, I, I, can get you better that, deals than that. Trey, Trey, that's a great question. Because it's like, who is the do-rag company that's like, you know what we should do to gin up some some publicity for our product, our brand? Call Bow Wow up. Yeah. Bro, I'm, I mean, you that's got, smart you on got, your part, You got though. Joe Jesus at home on the couch brushing his hair right now. <laughs> with the craziest waves. With the it. craziest waves, bro. And y'all going to get Bow Wow, a nigga that I've never seen with waves. I'm gonna tell you. When, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, first that's of all, crazy. Yeah. That is an excellent that's point. That's a great point. Trey. That's an excellent like, point. Like I've never seen that nigga with waves. He always has a Caesar, <laughs> or or he manages to get braids in two months. <laughs> Whoa, are you are you implying that Bow Wow gets a little help with his braids, bro? Yeah, he has to. Oh man, not the man weave. A lot of oh, people was doing the extensions yeah. though, sir. You I'm not I'm not listen. Nigga, nigga Bow Wow no. had to have baked uh Dave Chappelle shit. He <laughs> a had of, sex with as, my mama. As an as a motherfucker that just came home, if you got the man weave, I'm not fucking with you, yo. Just you come on home with me. Fucking with Petty Wops, um Petty Wop. Fetty Wops uh <laughs> nah. is, is fake dreads? 
Yo, nah, niggas come nah. at, niggas throwing on the fake dress is wild to me. Yo, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'ma ever accept that, bro. That means you don't really love yourself, bro. You out here doing that. That's yes. You don't love yourself if you got the fake dread, yo. You at don't the love same time, At the same time, standards have changed, man. Um, Carlos Boozer was the first one with the Beijing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We clowned him. We showed him on yeah, the internet so, for weeks. Listen, now that's it, it, standard at every single barbershop. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I'm not condoning the Beijing. I had my run with the Beijing. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, not, dogs. And, and yo, oh, wow. Philly, the ba- Beijing. Philly, 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 the capital. Does. The capital of yeah. Philly is Beijing and the capital of Beijing. Did hey, Beijing. Hey, Jerv. Hey, Jerv. Jerv, Jerv, was you the nigga that be like, ah, ah, Spice Adams? I mean, listen, <laughs> dog. Listen. I'm going to just put it out there like this. Did you have the, did you have the Beijing the beer, beer, too, though? The beer. Oh, that's, that's, listen. Yeah. You can't get the Beijing top without the Beijing <laughs> beer. Damn. You got to go all in with the that's Beijing. That's crazy. I, I, call, I call that the black thought. That's crazy. <laughs> That's the you know curtains crazy. The you know what's crazy, I mean? <laughs> How did Grant Hill all of a sudden get a beard? Oh, oh and it's and, and it's all and it's, it's, all, listen, it's all mad salt and pepper. Not, Grant, Grant Hill been, not Grant Hill been, the guy like Listen, that, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry got a real beard. But listen, Grant Hill been hanging on to that goatee, bro, for like since I've been alive. Yeah. And now all of a sudden my man got the beard with the gray hair. Oh my like, god. Yo, but I let me tell you some Trey. It's funny because you know, like he, he was doing it all summer long. It was it was thick in the summer. I and like I saw him at Springfield for the Hall of Fame, and I was like, I know this nigga ain't gonna be. He's not gonna be inducted with a with a big ass beard on. Sure enough, he shaved it. He looked like that's the funny thing. He made himself look like rookie year Grant. Like as he, he should. To, he went to the barber and said, "Make me look young again." And I don't know oh, what they did. <laughs> can anybody uh, find a picture of this? I just Google Grant Hill Beard. And, oh, it's and, Twitter. And, go to, go, go just to Twitter, his, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean uh, Instagram. Go to his Instagram. Real yo, shout, shout out to yeah. Grant Hill. That's, he's the reason I'm a Duke fan to this day, yo. Shout out to Grant Hill. I thought the reason you're a Duke fan is because your pops was a North Carolina fan. I mean, yes, but it, it was all it was all around like that same time. Like it was, so it was if, if it was just Christian Leitner and Bobby Hurley, you wouldn't have done it? <laughs> hey, man, shout, shout out to Christian Leitner. That's, like, I fucks with Christian. Oh, Wait, hold on, Jerv. You don't fuck with your pops? Oh, I fooled my pop. Yo. Uh, I'm talking. Oh, I'm talking. But he wanted. But he wanted to be to, um in in Fresh Prince of Bel Air type. Oh, of no, 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 my pop loves me, yo. Beef with him. Hey, my pop loves me. It's crazy. What you trying to say, Jerv? Don't I take mean, shots listen, at the li- don't take shots to the listener niggas that grew up with no dad, bro. Hey, hey. The dad that went to go get milk and never came back, my nigga. He went to another family, bro. Hey, man, he's still in line to this day, dog. I'm not knocking him. You know. Yo, speaking of that, to his other family, Charlemagne, Charlemagne, I was in him the other day talking about his pops had another family, and that family lived a mile and a half down the road. I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> my man couldn't even too lazy to even get one in another town? That's crazy, dog. That's the same block? <laughs> hey, no, but what's crazy is niggas, niggas' grandpa's back in the day was mad foul. Like, oh, yo! You go to a random black person's house with like, and, and there's always an extra family member that everybody just gives a side eye to, and it's always the grandpa's fault. Yeah, always. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> everybody just chalks it like that was the that was the seventies. You just had to be there, type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you look at it and you be like, damn, bro, like, why you got, how many kids your grandma got? Your grandma got like ten by this one nigga. No, she probably got ten by four niggas, bro. Mm, and then, yo, then you look at and, and damn, then you think of forest. Wow. Nah, no, not for granny. For granny, not for granny, my nigga. Ten by four different people. 
That's I mean, not that's, that's not life. Wait, wait, that's wait, that's wait, regular. Wait, that's that's right. regular. We talking about wait, we talking about we talking about about four back, different fathers. Hey, listen, back I in never, the day, I never, I never, I never want to call nobody Granny or Pop because because you know, Granny, because <laughs> <laughs> Granny, Granny now is in a club right now. Yeah. Granny back in the day was a Granny. Granny now, listen, Granny, like, listen, some Granny. Yeah, we talking about the real grandmas, listen, not the yeah, not listen, these new grandmas. Listen, Jer, your Granny, your Granny with two kids probably had ass, and she trying to she trying to put gas in her whip, and the nigga stop and be like, yo, what's good. And give her she's two more kids. Oh, come on, and man. She's trying to put gas come in the whip. It's crazy. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, real <laughs> rap. I got, a, like <laughs> I got a cousin who got three kids by three different baby moms, but that nigga live in Florida, so you just got to charge oh. him. You know what I mean? Oh, no, no, my cousin. Listen, I ain't gonna say my. I mean, I mean, I'm not even gonna put my cousin name out there, bro. But my man got 22 kids at this point. Nah, yo, your man was a trivia question at the game shower. Was it yes? Cromarty was was your cousin? No, 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 nah. Listen, I'm not. So, and it's crazy thing about this jerk. It's it's two of them. It's two of them, bro. Two and they of them with 22 kids. So at this point, they it's again like they can't even pay child support. Now so at this point, hey. I mean, yeah, like what the they, fuck are you paying? No, you gotta be no. Break, no but I'm saying they, they waived it, bro. Shit. But he was a grandfather at 36. Today I learned. Today I learned that Trey is related to old dirty bastard. <laughs> no, <laughs> now I know. 22. Yeah, bro. Yeah, 22, bro. Fun, my man, fun fact, my man, a grandfather fact, at 36 man. though, Jerv. Could you, you imagine? Nah, I can't. I'm about to be a pop at 30. Like my man, so my, my, my man, my man. Listen, my man Otis. <laughs> like, my man Otis wild. was. My man Otis was 17 and had a kid. Yo, you can't be 17 with a name like Otis. Show. Yeah, for real. <laughs> or Jerome. Yeah. yeah, like you got, like you got to have another name until you hey. get like, until you get like 45. Old, old ass names is funny, by the way. Otis. Cletus. Cletus, oh. yo, <laughs> it should be a law that you can't name your child Cletus because that's not oh, fair. So you can't confused. be eight with a name like Cletus. You can't be any age with a name like Cletus. Cletus. Uh, oh. No, the age you can be is 90. Yeah. <laughs> or even Roscoe. It's over for Roscoe. No, nah, Ro- no, no, Roscoe. You get some Roscoes out there, man. Yeah. Every, nah, everyone, they they know, anyone you know, anyone you know named Sco is really Roscoe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's, he's, sure, he's for every, sure a skull. Every yeah. Roscoe is showing up to your cookout with plaid pants on. No, 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 no. Every Roscoe I know, every every Roscoe I know is like, they're real funny, but also I wouldn't trust my watch around them. Like, no, no, you can't. You can't trust people. It's Roscoe. That's what he does. Bro, that's, that's, that's your fault. You left your watch is, down around Roscoe. Roscoe is wife beater with wide leg jeans and boots. <laughs> Yeah. With a black with a black and mild behind his ear. Yes. <laughs> Do rag cape out. <laughs> hey.
Scarface turns 35. Woo! Classic. Cinematic Classic. I don't like all these revisionist history people trying to say that movie wasn't no good. I'm <laughs> sorry, man. It, it's mad quotables, fun story, loosely based on a true story. Uh, it, you know, a great uh, action scenes. Every rap song you've ever loved has sampled Scarface one way or another. Yep. Like, they all got, like, little... It's so dope watching that movie and hearing just a little bit of music. Like, oh, that's where that comes from. Or, like, you know... So, I don't know about but, y'all, man. I, I love Scarface. Anytime it's on, I'm going to watch it. Yo, Jerv, how, how much time... Jerv, I'm what? sorry, man. I saw what just happened. Yo, yo fuck Amari. Cool. I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, hey, take, take that hey, out, Rob. My hey, bad. is he is he, worth the, is he worth the first round pick now? No, he ain't worth that first that. round pick because they're going to lose in the fucking first round of playoffs with they bum asses, yo. Wow. <laughs> yo, I hate <laughs> you. Yo, somebody take that rolling rock out this homie's hand. <laughs> that rolling rock just spilled over, bro. <laughs> That shit that's built over. That shit all on the clothes now, dog. But with Scar like with Scarface though, um, how how much did it blow your mind when y'all saw Cocaine Cowboys and realized how realistic Scarface actually was? Dude, Scarface is the reason I didn't go to school in Miami. I wanted to go to the University of Miami. My mom wouldn't let me because she she thought like Miami was like that. She thought like if I went down there, it was drive-by shootings and people with machetes running around the city. It was. I mean, it, it it wasn't in 1997 or whatever. Yeah, it was over for that in 97. Yeah, man, like, my mom was still operating off the of 80s information. <laughs> oh, man, no, that's an amazing, amazing movie, man. And by the way, written by Oliver Stone, uh, who they, had, they, they almost whooped his ass, by the way, apparently, because he was so <laughs> annoying trying to get people, like, to stick to the script that they were like, yo, what scriptwriter gets to be on, on set? And they literally were like thinking about jumping his ass at some point. So good times there. Hey, my favorite part was Scarface looking weak in the hoops. My man was hooping. My man was hooping with the bandana trash. Yeah, in the yard, bro. In the freedom, in the freedom jail, bro. Like Damn, all your favorite part not there. Fly, Pelican, fly! Look at the Pelican, fly. Nah, man. And I yeah. had a couple favorite parts in there, man. But you know, at the time, take I a Quaalude and you'll love me in the morning. Uh, another Quaalude, she love me in the morning. Man. She love me uh, in the morning. You know, you know what my favorite, my favorite shit is. Your womb is corroded. Oh man, he, he, he definitely had like the the, 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 the like you want to destroy a woman's self esteem language. Oh, God, he was yeah. Bro. Yeah, gems, man. My uh, my favorite line. Well, it's not my favorite line, but it's like the line I quote all the time. Is whenever someone says, yo, man, that's look expensive. How much it costs? I always say, the world, Chico, and everything in it. Like <laughs> Everything in it, right? And anytime I want to say something costs a lot or took a lot or or mad people, who is there, man? The world, Chico, and everyone in it. <laughs> like, I mean, you got to chill because Wise ain't going to fool with you. That's the intro to Fear of God. So Wise ain't going to fool with you right now, bro. You got to relax. <laughs> God is, is is one of my favorite, favorite. Yo, hey, Wise, you, Wise, you got to chill because you might get banned. You yeah, got to chill. Man. You got to relax. There's no fly zone. They going to put a no fly oh, zone. You got to relax. Crazy. I'm good. I'm good in T-Dot, man. I'm also good in Virginia, man. I'm good everywhere, boy. Hey man, listen. Make sure you give me that call when you go to Vieto, brother. Oh, I forgot you was a um. A make sure you give me that. Give, long, give me that boy. call, yo. 
I forgot, yeah, man. Cole, yeah, you go to VA, brother. Hey, but... hey, Trey, man, he got to check in when he come to L.A., man. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, we... Oh, listen, oh, 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 oh I, I have no problem admitting that when I go to certain cities, I, I, listen, if I got to check in, I got to check in, fam. I understand the rules. If you got to check in, you got to check in. It is what it is. This is paradise, I'm telling you. This town like a great big pussy just waiting to get fucked on. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I tried to come here 10 years ago. I'd have been a millionaire by this time. By this time, I'd have my own boat, my own car, mm. my own golf course. You know what I want? thought of this the other day. A line of blue jeans, right? With my name written on the back of chick's asses. How that? Hmm? That's not completely crazy to me, man. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I pretty much, I pretty much, you know what I mean? We're going to show you the way, bro. We ain't going to Marcy Project you, but we're going to. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, speaking <laughs> of which, transition time to uh, the segment that's taking the nation by storm. This week in White People. That's not my Marcy Project. Oh, my God, man. I, I, like, here, here's, here's the deal. <laughs> Some white woman in a bright ass hoodie went in front of the Marcy Projects little sign outside. You know, if you've never seen the projects in New York, they got a little sign from the housing authority that tells you which which houses they are. So, white woman standing outside of that thing, and I guess she's milly rocking and dancing and doing all types of very gentrified stuff in front, <laughs> in front of the. Of the of the uh, Marcy Project sign and Wells, shout out to Wells, friend of the show. He posted Man, it. He Nas posted. lost. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I, I mean, quote, whole, I mean, Nas won. Uh, sorry, I, I quoted it and I said Nas won. And let me tell you why I hate Twitter because it's so obvious. Like, okay, what do we have here? We have a white woman dancing very freely and happily in front of Marcy Projects, who used to be one of the most notoriously dangerous housing projects in the world, really, right? And I quoted it and said, Nas won. And you know what I got in my mentions? A bunch of people trying to debate the merits of the Nas versus Jay-Z rap oh, beat. Oh, I'm oh, like, are you, are you that fucking dumb? You got to get that, that fucking dumb. Every now and again, man. Like, come it's on, man. Like, come on. Come you, on. Just for... They don't have any friends, though. No, but like, you know come that. on, man. Like how how much of a loser do you have to be, to, for 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 such an it's such an I thought it was a real layup of a joke to be honest I didn't think it was gonna be like take the world by storm I was just making I thought the obvious joke like oh my god because what the first thing I thought of was this would never happen in Queensbridge <laughs> this would never. it wouldn't hey! it let me tell it wouldn't you, though. Listen, you trying to tell me the new Brooklyn is different? Yes, I'm coming. I'm coming to Queens, bro, and I'm a. I'm I'm and I'm and I'm I'm gonna kick over a building like Snoop. Okay, you you can't do that. It's not Queensbridge. Not Queensbridge. So you tell me Queensbridge isn't gentrified yet? I don't know. I'm asking. No, 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 no. It's, okay, it's, it's like Queens literally Bridge. across the street from Marcy Projects are condos that cost million dollars a fucking unit. Real talk. Oh, uh, okay. I that's just you, what you. it is. Like that's not even yeah. a, so. So, so to, to paint a picture for you, so Queensbridge is the largest housing project in the world, largest government oh, wow, housing okay. project in the world, right? It is its own little city, right? It's I don't know how many buildings, and they're all like faced inward, 
So, like, you can walk around it, but, like, once you go in in that little courtyard or with that playground in the middle, that's a different world, man. And when I say different world, I mean, like, everyone there knows immediately that you ain't from here. Not only do they know it, they know who you're here with. They automatically, if the word has already gotten around, that's so so sport. That's da 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 da. And even then, man, like you gotta, you gotta be on your best behavior. <laughs> like well, no white know, chick, Camille Rock in a pink. They would the not. They, yes, they. They. Second, she would, pulled her phone out. It would have been static for her. Yes. Yeah. Like, the, okay, Damn, she, yo, I haven't heard static in a while. Hey, <laughs> my man, my man, Hope turning in his grave, bro. Oh man! <laughs> no, he's too busy. He's too busy uh, twisting no, his hair. Don't do that. See, there you go. <laughs> he's twisting in his. Nah, he's twisting in his Dockers khaki. Oh my god! Hey, y'all not whole fans. fans. Y'all not hey, whole fans because y'all not taking shots at the big homie. Like, no, you not, bro. You not. Oh, not man, listen. It's a family man. Jerk, jerk, jerk. Don't be coming with them. I don't like joke type niggas, bro. Don't. You do not that. a whole. They not whole <laughs> fans, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you like taking shots at whole I've met. Jerk. He, the man said it himself. He said. You like my old shit, buy my old albums. I said, okay, that's a fair deal. You just like <laughs> four, four, here you go. I'm going to be that guy. You didn't like 444? Four, four, four? Not really. Like, I'm not. Uh, okay. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. I'll put it to you like this. I'll put it to you like this, Jerry. I listened to it. It was cool. Have I gone back and re-listened to it again? No. Is it on any of my playlists? No. Like, what? Would I ever go anywhere and, and request a song off of that? No. If I picked you up and I put on four four four, you're telling me to change the album? No, no, no. I'm, no, I'm, he gonna I'm, he gonna he gonna let that thing. Let it, he gonna let, let that thing sing. But I'm I'm just saying like I'm not like it's not it 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 is a a zero point zero impact on me. It's not trash, but it's just not something that I'm ever checking for or like. Mm, I haven't heard this in a long like ten years from now. They're gonna play tracks off it, and I'm not gonna be like, oh, I haven't heard story. Oh, I'm not gonna be hyped like if they play uh uh. Like uh, Family Feud, watch, watch me. Or if they play Family uh, Feud, know, is a, I literally listened that to that to that today. Uh, Jer, Family Feud is, is a classic, it's a fucking epic classic. song. Man. It is facts. That's big I'm facts. Just, Shit, I'm not, I'm not like I'm uh, look at y'all. Look at y'all, oh man. Uh, I'll be honest, man. I'm being honest. Y'all, like, y'all New anything, York cards got to be everything. From everything. Though. I don't understand what's going on. Look, everything. Black album and back. I'm uh, I like, and then American Gangster, and then it might be. Like a handful of tracks off of everything else. Oh a yeah, nah, you know what's crazy? As the older I get, it's a lot of shit that I'm really not fucking with. But the all like you know what I mean? Like on Jay Z's birthday, right? Happy belated. Today. Oh yeah, December fourth. You know we, we, we didn't yeah. even do the home. We didn't do the guy. That that's why. We, that's why we doing it now. We doing it. That's now. crazy. But my man turned forty nine. You know he raised a lot of us with his bars. But again, I'm going through my top three of like albums that I wanted to play that day, right? And of course I started off with um The Blueprint. Okay. And okay. I, I followed up with Black Album. Okay. okay. And then my third was American Gangster. Okay. But I caught mm-hmm. a lot of but I caught a lot of slack. Cause Cats was like, nah, I can't really fool with you if you ain't got reasonable dog net three. What well, no, I mean and, look. And I think it changes with everybody. I, I think I think Reasonable Doubt was the least. Um, Watch yourself. No, no, no. I'd say it's one of my favorite albums of all time. But I oh, okay. also Reasonable Doubt was a very New York album. It was a very New York sound. It was a very New York. The melodies on it, the production yeah. was that the very New York kind of jazzy kind of stuff. 
that was not did not have mass appeal. I'm not talking yep. about mainstream or commercial. I'm just talking about it just didn't have mass appeal as far as And it's to- arguably his only album like that. Yeah. He never made another album where he didn't like take elements of West Coast down yeah. south. West. Like he always made sure to do that after after doubt. that. Yeah. He because niggas say fuck with reasonable doubt at first. He had to switch it, it up because he didn't get it, the it, it literally went platinum like three years ago. Like yeah. <laughs> it took like 15 years to get to yeah. They didn't appreciate it till the second one came out. Okay. So I so I just you know, come on. I'm not gonna hit you over No, I'm no no no. Dude, uh, look, stress the name reasonable, out. Reasonable Next doubt is one of my favorite on albums top. of all time, man. All time. Like Everything, everything from the, the joint with Mary to uh, we got to live life with regrets and everything in between. Twenty two twos, yeah, man. What the first time I sat there and counted to make sure he actually did twenty two twos? Fact checking. Oh man, oh, you know, I, I, or, or it gets TDS, so I keep one eye open like CDS. Oh. You see me stressed. You, right? like, you see me mm. stressed, right? Can I live? I mean, mm. look. I get I get goosebumps thinking about it. And that's why, like, when you tell me, oh, you and I are messing with Magna Carta, Holy Girl, like, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. It's not the same. It's not. <laughs> I mean, yes. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I, here you go. Moment but of clarity for your boy. My, I will. My, nigga, Trey, my nigga finesse that. To, to Trey's point, though, like, for me, I go through cycles, right? Like, I'll have a volume three cycle. I'll have an American gangster cycle. I'll have a black album cycle. It just comes in waves, you know what you I'm know saying? What? But I've never had a kingdom come cycle. I'll, no, I'll say that. no, no, it's never happened. <laughs> nah, I'll give you that. No, nah, I, I never had a kingdom. But I, I listen to tracks off of it, though. The only track I really kind of been led and ride was Do You Want to Ride? No, classic. Now, what's the, what's the Joan Beaches or whatever? Uh, Beach 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 so that's Beach a very that's my shit. song. That's a divisive no. song. You either love it or you hate it. No, I, yeah, I, I happen to love it. I happen to be because on, that's because you love uh, Coldplay or whatever. No, I don't love Coldplay. Oh, 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 we're not going to disrespect Coldplay like that. Yes, I am. Like, look, we're not disrespecting Coldplay. Coldplay. Yes, I am. Coldplay is the reason why a whole started getting, because he started he started hanging out with Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow thinks she can say the N word and all. Like everything <laughs> bad has happened because of Coldplay. Whether you want to accept it or not. <laughs> yo, yeah. but yo, but but look, mean, that, look that at every classic, album pre Coldplay. All his albums were fire. And then that tweet was classic. Though in Paris, watching niggas in Paris for real. <laughs> wow, that's like, killer. That's killer. <laughs> that's so killer. Hey, that's so killer, but so problematic. But it was factual though. <laughs> hey, hey, but since we on the topic of anniversaries, Forest Hill Drive and For Your oh. Eyes only came out today on this date. Oh man, for, I think Forest Hill Drive is Cole's best album, I think and so it was I one agree. of the most relatable because not only me and Cole are the same age. But some of the experiences that he was kind of tapping in, mm-hmm. every time I anything I kind of tap in with Cole, I kind of relate to him even more every time because I'm like, I've never met this dude, but he's he's we see everybody 85. I feel like we grew up similar. We have the same kind of like stuff, problems that we go through and him trying not to like, I guess, be he's him and Kendrick have kind of mastered the way of being popular with being normal. Or trying to yeah. like not go overboard with their success, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and more people were like really tapped in with the mystique. So, so Forest Hills Drive was special because the first album, Sideline Story, was your typical. The label said you need a radio single. The label said you need this. The label says you need that, right? And so they were going through and, you know, you just sign a record deal, you sign with Jay-Z. Like, even if you feel like artistically that's not what you're about, right? 
and I have them sold, and and the single workout worked out, and all and all that stuff. So then the second album, because they knew how it went, it was like you know what, we're going to fight more for the artistic vision. The second one was uh, what's it called? Born Center. Uh, Born Center. Born Center. And so Born Center was was like one foot on the what the label wants, but then the other foot was over here. No, we're gonna yep. push for these songs. We're gonna push for the album to be like this and and not have features and things like that. And the label fought them every step of the way. And they're like, all right, man. Basically, they ended up being like, yo, this is your funeral. It's your funeral. <laughs> it's your funeral. Literally. And, and of course, the album crushed, right? And so based off of that, they had the, the capital to be like, okay, this next one, we doing it all our way. Because you guys, everything you guys said was wrong turned out to it resonated with people like Trey and people over this all over this country who were looking for a sound like that. And so Forest Hills was recorded and then it was I'm trying to remember whether yeah it, it was either was it because Beyonce's was at the same time. The same thing about like we're gonna drop we're gonna have zero marketing. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have zero no singles. You were just gonna be like, yo, the album's coming out on Tuesday. And a week before, they said, hey, we're going to have a listening party. We're not going to have a listening party in L.A. or in New York at a, at a club or whatever. We want to have it at Cole's house that he grew up in in Fayetteville. Bought the house, like redecorated it to look like his room when he was living there. And then asked everyone who wants to listen to this album before it come out to come to Fayetteville. And literally people drove from all over this goddamn country. To go there, stand in line at some random house in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and sit on his bed or a bed in his bedroom, I should say, and listen to it there. And and that was that was the moment where it was like, okay, this dude is tapping into something that's beyond, you know, what, what you just said, Trey, like about, about being myself and mm-hmm. not being kind of like living into the ostentation life. I thought it was I thought it was brilliant, right? right? Yeah. Cuz like I like this mixtape stuff. I never really got jiggy with the album stuff. It's mixtape stuff like the warm up and yeah. you know, Friday night lights. Like those yeah. are projects I really kind of gravitated to, but once at that time during 2013, 2014 Twitter and he was starting to, you know, pull up on random fans, I was like, yo, the concept of this shit is so brilliant. Like I don't even know what to say. I'm just curious on what this album. I remember he let this one girl hear it and she started crying. And I'm like, and everybody's curious. I'm like, yo, what's going to, you know what I mean? But he's one of them type of artists that, of course, from that double XL group, um, that I, I still would listen to their tape, even though, you know what I mean? Like, oh, J. Cole dropped the album. Let me check it out. I'm always going to check it out. And when I heard it, the first joint, da, 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 when that shit came on, Bro, I got kills. I lost January, it. January like uh, 28. Because yeah. I'm I'm 18 year, I'm 18 days older than me. So like I'm like, bam, like, okay. And then obviously everybody kind of shitted on um what's the shit where he talking about the sex when he's young? But the oh, video that, was kind of wet dreams. That, wet dreams. That, that was dope. No, the song was good, but the video was kind of eerie with oh. the dog. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Uh I mean I'm I'm not crazy about that song. You don't, because you don't like wet dreams? Yeah, because he's talking about putting condoms on and shit. But listen, wet dreams. Why it's don't fool with condoms? Listen, I mean, no. only, 
Look at my man, the pull out, the pull out bully. The pull out bully, bro. Y'all gotta relax. That's a hey, that's a hey. Hall of Fame thing right there. Hey, hey. golden do rag. So, I'm gonna so, ding for that shit. I'm fucking coming for somebody. God hey, Jerv, Jerv. So this is the thing for me. Only take I had to take from that. It was he gave me the scene from the wood. And now I was like, yeah, eh, is this you or are you just experience? Like, is this the situation of Hollis like really panned out for you? Like, what are you painting the picture for? So I kind of was always on the fence. It wasn't a bad song until it hit the radio. Like when songs hit the radio and I'm kind of tired of hearing it, I'm like, like, respect to the homie getting that airplay. But I don't really like kind of. Yeah, you, it's, it's, you hear you hear it too much and it's, it's natural. If you, if you, you especially yeah. if you rock with the album when it came out and you listen to that song and you listen to it a lot. And then, you know, it takes a while for radio to pick up as this is a single. And so you've already experienced, like, the heard it enough times. Mm-hmm. When, they, when you got to go through that cycle again where everybody else is discovering it, it can, it can get, I, I get it, it could get a little bit. Yeah, I can't fool with the radio. I, like, I, I honestly and truthfully, like, I don't, Serious XM is the best thing that ever happened to me because I don't have to listen to the regular radio and hear all the songs that everyone plays all over and then get tired of albums. Like, Listen, I can't. I, I can't the believe. only radio I ever listen to is when I'm in New York. Only time. I New York has the, New York has the best be like radio. That. And then eh. back in the back in the day, oh, no, come on, listen, Jer, eh. don't, Jer, don't do that. No, Jer, don't do that. Jer, no, don't do that. you on the roof with a satellite just trying to pick up. I mean, all right, listen. I will big up New York. At one point in time, it was that. But to me, when I go to New York now, I still hear the same song. No, you gotta wait till when I'm in Philly. You, you gotta wait till nighttime when, like, I when, mean, yes. When, if I want to wait for Flex, when envy, when, when and, you know envy on Power One Five DJ, uh, shout out to Hampton. When like, all, all, yeah, all, all, all the all, all like when after like six o'clock, basically, that's when so, it comes out back alive. So, only time I really loved the, the West Coast radio was when Theo ninety two point three to beat was actually like a thing. And we we didn't even know, this is what bugged me out so much. Like, obviously, you know, radio personalities, you never really get to see. You always just hear their voice. Yeah, yeah, And right. this dude, Theo, bro, was tapped in with the culture. He was tapped in with Snoop. He was tapped in with the Dog Pound, DJ Quick, and all these guys, and they would have them featured on their albums. And one time he did some celebrity stuff and we found out that Theo was Filipino. Oh, bro! <laughs> yeah, but he had this cool voice, bro. Like, you know, that's what like saying? that's like Rude Jude, man. You ever you ever heard Rude Jude on? Derv, you listen to uh, Shade Four Five, right? Yeah. You ever the All Out Show with Rude Jude and Lord Sear? Yeah. And I remember so Rude Jude, like it used yo that used to be like my, honestly, I used to look forward to going to Bristol just so I would get the Sirius XM in a rental car and I listened to that show because it was so funny, man. But uh. Like, like you curses out, out of like every fucking word. Oh, too. but it wasn't even it wasn't even that. It was just the, like they would interview porn stars. Yep. They had they had a, a segment called Black, White, or Other. So they would oh, find new, new stories. Check this out, Jay. They'd find new stories uh-huh. um, where like it'd be the wild type. Like a, a man was arrested after he tried to like attack his wife with a watermelon because she wouldn't give him uh, oral sex. Like, and you got to figure out whether. <laughs> was this person black? Well, we white, know what it is when you're a watermelon, else. though. Yeah. <laughs> but that's funny. Like sometimes it's like sometimes it's like mad obvious. Like, oh, how how did you go away from that? And then sometimes it's like, oh, oh, it was actually a white person, or <laughs> or wait, oh, it was actually a Filipino person. So that that show was mad funny. But the dude, rude Jude, he's white. 
And it took me a while to figure that out because he got like a real grainy voice. Yo, he sound like this and he talks like this, da da da. And, you know, and he's funny as hell. But like, I, it took, it's funny. Like you said, Trey, like you listen to guys on the radio and you have one image in your head and then you see him like, oh, you, you don't look anything like I thought you. Well, I mean, you know that, Trey. People thought you were white. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's crazy. The fact that my name's Black Trey and that I would be a white person is kind of wild. Yeah. But I want to meet that black trade, the white guy. <laughs> <laughs> that dude must be a ton of fun. He's got to answer some questions, I'll tell you that. Dude. <laughs> of Black Opinions Matter Monday go to patreon.com forward slash count the digs for the overflow uh, talking about the Jordan Concords also classic MTV shows another 30 plus minutes from all those guys I'm sorry I couldn't be on the show I had the kids this weekend they killed me but I'll be back next week alright uh, that's patreon.com forward slash count the digs for the overflow peace Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.